leaders, you're listening to the Leading Her Way podcast, where you learn how to use your feminine strengths to think, act, and become the executive leader you've always wanted to be, while laughing, loving, and living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Bryan. I built my career from the streets of Brooklyn to the boardroom as a three-time Fortune 500 executive. Welcome to this shared space designed just for us to openly discuss topics at the intersection of leadership and womanhood that will help you grow your career and lead boldly. All right, let's get this conversation started. Hey, lady leader. Okay, so... If you are anything like me, you start off every new year with a ton of energy, right? Even if it's not physical energy, your mind is in a better place. You're emotionally probably in a better place. And in many cases, sometimes you are physically in a better place. But I think that all has to do with the hope and the excitement of starting something new. Now, there's been plenty of new years where I didn't have anything new except the calendar turning over to January, from December to January. But in many cases, we are in our professional lives, in particular, our professional environments, we have new goals. So new goals for our business and new goals for our own career development and growth. So That's what we're talking about today, right? We're going to be covering five ways to find your next role in your company. Now, at any point in your career, you have two options to grow and develop. The first is you grow and develop in your current role. The second is that you move to a new and different opportunity. Now with the first, and I'll cover this really quickly, Obviously, there's many ways that you can grow and develop in your current role. You can get assigned to a bigger project. You can, um, you know, uh, read and um, intake new information on your own. You can sign up for a course or a certification. You can um, extend your network and pick other people's brains. There's plenty of ways to grow and develop without switching jobs. The second way is where you switch jobs, right? And so that you get a new opportunity in a new role. And obviously there's so much to learn and stretch you as you do new things in a different role. But what I wanna talk about today is staying or leaving, meaning that when you are looking for new opportunities, if you're going for option two to develop and grow, then there are an additional two ways that you can do that. You can look for new opportunities outside of your current organization, right? So we are all very familiar with that, where we are uh, redoing our resumes and we are looking for uh, new opportunities or new roles at either bigger companies or maybe in the same industry at a sister organization or something like that, right? And that's the traditional kind of looking, uh, you know, you may be looking online at on LinkedIn or, um, other, uh, job boards. You're every day, you're kind of searching your job boards to find, uh, new opportunities. You may even, um, you know, put in your keywords and looking for things in your area of expertise. 
but you're literally searching for a job outside of your current organization in order to grow your career. And many of us believe that that is the primary way to move up in your career. The second option is then to stay within your current organization and by staying in your current organization, you are still looking for new opportunities. So you're not staying in your job. I want to be very clear. You're not staying in your current role. You are actually looking for a new role or a new job, but within your current organization. And believe it or not, many of us don't do this or don't even think of it automatically. When we think about new opportunities, we jump to our brains, jump to going outside of our organization. But what I want to make sure that we all recognize is that the data shows that more of us have the a better opportunity in terms of moving up into senior leadership roles when we stay within our organization. Now there's plenty of reasons why that is. And actually I talk about it in depth in um, episode two and episode three. So you can kind of go back to that. I talk about the stats around it all and, and the reasons why, but the facts show that more of us have access to higher level opportunities when we stay within a company versus uh, moving to another. For C-suite and other senior leader positions, 21.5% are internally promoted. 21.5% are internally promoted and only 12.5% are new hires. So what that means is that the data clearly shows that you have twice as better a chance to get into senior leadership by being internally promoted as you do by going to the open market. Okay, so now that we have busted that myth that you can only get to senior leader ranks or you get to senior leader ranks faster by going to the open market, going and looking for a new job outside of your current organization. Now that we know that that is not true, I wanna talk about and do, go a little deeper into the career strategy of staying within your organization and moving your career forward and up. So if you stay within your current organization, and again, let me, I always say this, but let me put the disclaimer. I am not an advocate for staying in any place, staying, working for any person, working for any organization, working with any team that is toxic. I am 110% against that. What I find, however, is that many of us don't, want to work for the next level. We want it to come very easy to us. And the truth of the matter is the more senior you go within any organization, it could be your current organization or another one that you go to, but the more senior you go in management, the tougher or more difficult or more challenging it is to coast and or move up without some type of strategy around it. And so the, the toxicity is, is no one, none of us should be 
you know, staying in those types of environment and all any person that I work with, um, any client, any woman that I have the honor of working with, I will always help them get out of a toxic environment. However, when the organ, when your company, when your team, when your boss is not necessarily toxic, but maybe some of us find ourselves in situations where we don't like everything about the current environment. That's fine. The truth of the matter is we don't like everything about anything. I don't like everything about my family, for example. I don't like everything about every, every um, you know, place that I go, every environment that I find myself in. What we will need to do is figure out what you value and what's most important to you and finding a work environment that aligns best with that. But once you do that, I am always a big advocate of trying to grow your career inside your current organization if everything else is in place, meaning that you have already invested so much time and so much energy in building your brand in that organization. People know who you are. You have a strong reputation for delivering results. Uh, You have team members and colleagues that you respect and that you enjoy and that you like. You enjoy the work. And I will always say to someone, If you already have all of these things working in your favor, it's in your best interest to stay within that organization and leverage all of those things in your favor versus going to a new company and having to start over in all of those categories. So if you actually choose to stay, there's five ways for you to move up in your organization. The first is what we talk about a lot on this podcast, which is getting promoted, right? And so that is in fact being in your current role and getting and moving up in terms of your salary, uh, in terms of a new job title, uh, in terms of um, being recognized for what you have already done and you move up to a new level. The second way that you can move your career forward within your current organization is that you actually apply internally. So many of us who are listening may be working for organizations that have different departments and different divisions uh, and different entities, right? So larger organizations, and you have a internal posting, an internal job posting, process where you literally have the opportunity to look on your intranet and see what positions are available in other teams and in other uh, entities and divisions. You would literally go through a formal application process, an interviewing process, almost similar to what you would do if you were applying for a job in a totally new company. So that's number two, you apply internally for a new opportunity. The third way that you have the opportunity to stay and still grow your career is by actually leveraging your internal network. And many of us underestimate how possible this is, meaning that if you already have sponsor, you have a mentor inside your organization, 
or you're in a role that exposes you to work with leaders and people outside of your immediate team, you have an existing network within your company. And what you could be doing is actually leveraging that internal network to learn about new opportunities, even before it's they're posted and having conversations with people to express your interest in doing something different and moving into a new role. And then your internal network is set up to work on your behalf. Number four, so the fourth way or the fourth option that you have to stay within your company while still growing your career and moving up in your career is getting on a succession plan. Now this one out of all of the opportunities I'm talking about in terms of staying, this one is a little bit more incognito, meaning that most companies do not publicly talk about their succession planning process. In fact, the truth of the matter is less than uh, 75%, sorry, less than uh, 25% of companies actually have formal succession plans in place. However, when those less than, you know, 25% actually do have succession plans in place, they're not necessarily talking about them within the company. So they're not having, for example, town halls and announcing who's on the succession plan. They're not necessarily, you know, posting or, you know, putting these things in writing so that everyone in the company has access to them. But they do in fact exist and they are leveraged as a retention strategy for the organization. And so if you know that your company has a succession plan, and frankly, if you don't know, the best way to find out is to ask somebody, ask your boss, ask another leader within the organization. But if your company does have a succession plan, then you want to know if you're on it or if you're eligible to get on it. Because what those succession plans mean and what they lay out is essentially a list of individuals who the company has already identified as future senior leaders. They have identified which people within the company they believe have what it takes to take on bigger and better roles within the organization. If you're on that succession plan, you want to know about it. And if you're not already on the succession plan, then you also want to know because what you need to be asking at that point in time is, what do I need to do to get myself on that succession plan? And by the way, even if your company doesn't have a formal succession plan, they likely have informal succession plans, meaning that they may not have it documented about who's slated to take on the next senior role, but you better believe that they have been talking about it and they have been advocating behind the scenes about who could take on the bigger and better um, responsibilities within the company. So that's number four is getting on a succession plan. And the fifth one is probably one of my favorites. Um, it's not the easiest for sure, but it is, um, it's always very interesting to understand how companies work and, and, and take on number five, but number five is identifying a gap and making a pitch 
for a new role that addresses the gap or brings a new skill set. So in other words, you may be in a position right now or on a team right now where you see the possibilities of filling a gap. There is either work that's not being done or, you know, a new part of the industry that needs to be tackled and your company is behind in thinking about it. You could be the person who sees that gap and basically says to your boss, to other leaders in the organization, to the company in general, Hey, I think we should be doing X and here's why I think we should be doing X because that's going to put us ahead of our competition and make us stand out in the marketplace. And by the way, I believe I can fill that gap for the company. It's most people will not ever do this in their career. But when I work with female leaders, this is one of the primary things that we do because It shows so many different things. It shows thought leadership. It shows courage. It shows the fact that you are thinking about the business, not just for today, but in the future. It shows that you are a risk taker, that you're willing to do something new and different and get, um, uh, you know, results for the organization. So identifying a gap and then making a pitch for putting a new role in place that does the work that you are talking about, that is number five. So again, the five items we're talking about, if you choose to stay and you want to move up within your company, it is not just a formal promotion that you are after. There are actually five different ways that you can go, go about getting your ideal role in your company. One is, yes, getting promoted. The second is actually applying internally for a job, for a new opportunity in the company. The third is actually using your internal network to identify where else you could leverage your skill sets within the organization. The fourth is getting on a succession plan. And the fifth is identifying a gap and making a pitch for a new role to be created that you take on. So I wanted to talk about this topic because at this juncture, at the beginning of a new year, it's like a fresh start. And so many of you are thinking about what is next, what is going to be different about this year versus last year. And we've been talking and I have heard you when you are saying, I want to be in a new role. By the time the end of 2024 comes around, I want to be in a new and more senior role than I am in today, which is absolutely fantastic. I want you to leave today's conversation knowing a couple of things. The first is you do not have to leave and quit your job or quit your organization to advance your career. You can advance your career right where you are. And in fact, That's how most senior leaders become senior leaders, not by job hopping, not by company hopping, not by leaving and going to the open market, but by actually staying within their organization and moving up within their company. The second thing I want you to leave today's conversation knowing is there's not one way to move up in your company. There are a variety of things that you could do or the, and a variety of things that you can consider 
if you want to advance your career within your current organization. To recap, the first is getting promoted. The second is applying for a new role internally. The third is leveraging your internal network to identify opportunities that might not even be listed or advertised at this point in time. The fourth is getting yourself on a succession plan. And then the fifth is identifying a gap and making a pitch for a totally new role within your organization. Now, if you're like, okay, great, Nicole, that is exactly what I'm interested in doing, then you need to be thinking about joining and applying for On Her Rise. If you're not, if you're new here and you're not already aware of what On Her Rise is, that is my group program that helps women advance their careers into senior leadership within their current organization. Doors are actually going to open for the program in February. You can get get on the wait list now. Even if you're just a little interested, I would encourage you to get on the wait list now because there's only going to be 10 slots. I am very, very careful about keeping the group small and intimate so that I have the ability to work with each future executive individually as well as part of the group. So if you're interested in becoming a part of the On Her Rise program, then definitely look in the show notes so that you can click that link and put your name on the wait list. Okay, so that's all I have for you today, Lady Leader. Thank you, as always, for joining me and letting me be in your ear for this 20, 30 minute time frame. I am looking forward to catching up with you again in the next episode. But until then, take care. That's a wrap for this episode of Leading Her Way. Thanks for tuning in. If you have thoughts, questions, or ideas for future topics, connect and send me a message on LinkedIn. And if you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and please take a minute to write a quick review on Apple Podcasts. Your review will help spread the word to other ambitious females so they know they're not alone and that this podcast is a community of support for all of us leading her way to the top. Remember, your leadership is needed. Your leadership is powerful. So lead boldly. Until next time. Thank <laughs> you.